Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. Well, I got like two hours of sleep the first night, went to bed at like 6 a.m. Eastern. And did you watch the game in Vegas at uh, 4.30 a.m. like you were planning to? I crashed at like 3.30. I couldn't make it. Mm. And... uh, so I had a feeling I, that was going to happen. I'm kind of happy that, yeah, the, the schedule just sucked, and the boys wanted to stay out until all hours of the night. And I'm like, it's oh, 7 a.m. Eastern time, guys. It's 7 a.m. Eastern. We've been up for 24 hours. And they're like, yeah, well, it's Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Well, who, was the most, who had the most fun in Vegas, would you say? Bobby Brayden really had fun? loved it. Braden had a good time. Um, Tanner was perplexed the whole time. Um all right welcome welcome back to rooster and the devil brad you were just in vegas you did some some gambling out there on on some of the games how'd you do i did uh didn't hit much other than betting a bunch on liverpool sorry jimmy um just straight up money line and uh that was a hedge basically because I had a bunch of parlays. I got into um, La Liga parlays with Real Sociedad and Espanol, and that was fun. It would have been a huge payoff. And then if Sheffield would have scored one more goal and beat Arsenal, I would have won $1,700. Uh, but I, that obviously is why it's a parlay. <laughs> that would have been really nice. It would have been nice. But, yeah, fun to pay attention to some of the uh, soccer. I, I feel like the NFL overshadows it in Las Vegas, but – uh, that was just my take on it, but apparently I'm glad I didn't watch the Watford Spurs match. Yeah, fine game. To watch. Yeah. As far as zero zero ties go, I will say that it was one of the more entertaining ones. But still, like you're tying Watford. Jimmy Irol. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch the game, but um, I, I would say considering you guys' defensive record so far this season like to get a, a a goalless draw is a win in some form or fashion right it required um, a uh, Gasniga penalty kick save though i mean that taints your clean sheet a little bit although it's still a clean sheet on the on the scorebook there but yeah Watford's been playing Watford's been in like good form so they have been uh, considering but, well, Considering that you guys took a point in a weekend where, you know, like, what, four of the top five teams didn't take any points? Yeah. Um, Indeed. Take a point. Take a point against Watford. I mean, even though they have been in a good run of form, it's still low enough in the table where you where you need those three points. They, I don't know. The Spurs have been the antithesis of Liverpool this year. They're just... Underachievers, lot. <laughs> yeah, underachievers. Well, I agree with Jimmy's point though about the about the defense. It's a couple of clean sheets here and there. Now we haven't had hardly any. Well, it's good. And not to go too macro here, but uh, like I think, you know, minus the Champions League win and the inevitable Premier League win for Liverpool, 
and that's not taking a shot. I'm just saying that you guys are like four years ahead of where Liverpool is going to be as far as like, you know, some of the squad getting older, um, having to, you know, retool the squad. Like Liverpool's going to have to do that in the next couple of years. And um, you guys are kind of in the midst of that right now. So I don't feel too bad. You guys had a, you know, a really good last couple seasons. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it does, they need to buy a striker if they don't, if they don't walk out of January without purchasing a striker, I would be surprised. But maybe I'm an idiot and naive. Levy. If they don't buy a striker, does Troy Parrott play in a significant role in the second, you know, the next couple of games? He can't even make the bench. They don't even put him on the bench. How do you guys 17. feel about that? You guys, you guys, well, you guys are getting, um, what's, what's your new, your new love, the defender? Tanganga. Yeah. yeah. So, like he, like he's young, right? And he's, getting, he's getting game time. Like, you know, yeah. if Mourinho's willing to give him game time, why not Parrot? What is it about Parrot that can't get game time? Well, I think he won't a put years Oliver old, Skip in there either. Yeah. I'm not that high. Jesse Gone is kind of falling out of favor. It seems as well for Mourinho. I mean, he's been playing a little bit, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Over who's who is he taking over Sess though? I mean, he's played him at left back and left wing. A couple of backs. He's playing Don left back. He's playing Danny Rose got in there left back uh, FA Cup at least. Yeah, and I think Tangaga played. Didn't he play left back uh, this weekend? So that's right. Yep. Yeah. Three starts in a row. Yeah. Oh man, he's he he's could be really good, Jim. He could be good. You should watch his. Uh, he had a couple of dribbling highlights that were just really. Really sexy. He can get the ball forward, man. He can fly forward. It's Dude. interesting. Interesting yeah. to me. And then uh, Jetson Fernange. Apparently, that's how you pronounce his last name. I listened to some Portuguese YouTuber. He made an appearance and looked fantastic too. And in, sh- in a little bit of a short window, he I think he came in like the last fifteen minutes and just hmm. was an immediate difference. Was an immediate playmaker up top in the field. So like the last fifteen minutes, they were just assaulting Watford's goal. But couldn't no end product. So yeah, let's uh um not to segue too far, but you know, uh, Mike's been working hard doing interviews the last couple of weeks, so we haven't really talked about the you know the window too much. But you know, picking up the the Portuguese kid, um, and then also the reports that it sounds like they're pretty sure they're gonna you know activate the buy clause on Los Celso. How do you guys feel about um, both of those moves? So far, I mean, obviously the striker thing is frustrating, but um, at least seeing that there's some movement going on. Brad, I uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jed said I'm not sold on. I don't understand what his role is going to be, and I I is he a defensive midfielder? He doesn't seem it from what I've seen. He seems at all. like an attacking. He does. Attacking. Yeah, he apparently he can win the ball back and la la la. But I I just don't get it. Uh, and then Los Celso is a similar type player, right? Um, I guess he would take more more of a central attacking role. Um, I mean, I think kind of the Erickson role. He's young. He gives you squad depth at a position. I mean, yeah. we we have bought a lot of midfielders, but I think Tangi is gonna. I think he's gonna end up playing next to Sissoko. At our best, at full strength. Oh yeah, that would be that'd be that'd be, that'd fun, be great. That's a great defensive mid tandem right there. Yeah. Then Lacelso. I mean, maybe it just puts a little pressure on Lacelso to 
play well too. I mean, that's not a bad thing. And, and I could see him playing winger with his speed. But I don't. I don't know. I know he has not played winger at all for in the past. But it just it just know. struck me as it just struck me as strange that like <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't. Like I, I, I think if you watch, like you still see he is skilled and he has talent, but the, they sounded so sure that like yeah they're gonna activate it. Like I'm like I'm like what what about what you've seen so far made you so sure that you're gonna activate? What is it like sixty million? Yeah, it's big. What, yeah, like yeah, it's it's considerable. I don't think it's like sixty, even whatever it is, forty, fifty, like it's chunk. Yeah, it's it's a good chunk. Like I mean. Uh, again, it's. I mean, he's young, and he's. He, you would argue that he is talented, but there's nothing performance-wise at, at any point that I've seen him that I was like, man, right. he just took over that game. You see, like right. flashes, right? You know. Um, yeah, and I don't get yeah. it either because they can. I think they they save money, but it's not. It's not a ton. Um, we can yeah, still I want to buy him nine million euro or something yeah. if they bought him in this window. But yeah, then it I looks like Levy's right. trying to negotiate lower <laughs> at the end of the season, claiming he was injured, which he was. You know, we haven't seen enough of his form to make it Levy. a wise Never decision, go, wise purchase yet. Yeah, so January is uh, is twenty seven point five million euros, Jim, to to do it, and then so I think it'd be like thirty five in the summer or something. And I have to agree with you. I mean, I know he was injured, and he had a, even a moment in the North London derby where I was like, okay. Sweet, I love you. You're doing something against Arsenal, but I haven't seen him get enough of a run out to. He played. He started. He started this weekend and played well. I'd say he was one of our better better players. He did get subbed out for Jensen, thinking like the 80th minute or something like that. But he he was playing well. I'm just skeptical that he can be anything more than an Eric Lamella, and I love Lamella for yeah. his try hard and all that. But like the Premier League's, I don't know. I'm just still skeptical. Do you think that there. Do you think that he was brought in though, like, with the idea that he would fit into you know Polk's tactics, and now you got Mourinho who is mm-hmm. you know different. Um, that maybe it's maybe Mourinho can find a good spot for him. I don't know. It just it depends what he's doing in training. Yeah, you know, like Mourinho's watching that mother effort closely every day. You know it. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Team in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll see. Erickson might go. Looks like maybe injured. Get rid of him. But we still. I still think we need a right back. Does this strike anyone as weird? Like, like how many players are linked to Inter? Like more players have been linked to Inter than like Barcelona, Real Madrid. Like this, um, this window. And and Inter didn't even you know make it to the knockout phase of the Champions League. So I don't know why they are so aggressively buying. I mean. They're uh, in the running for the Scudetto, though, right? The Italian Championship. They are. They are. I think there might be one. Yeah, I know they're. I know they're going back and forth with Juventus for first place. Yeah, yeah. Juventus is fifty-one points. They've got forty-seven, but very much in Champions League spot there. Yeah, must be nice. Lukaku's having a fantastic year. He is. I think that the Italian league suits him. I thought that the Premier League suited him. It just, um, you know, the way, like, and he suited Mourinho's system, um, but the way that, you know, Ali wanted to play, it just didn't fit. It was a square peg in a round hole, so. 
you know, I came across a Lukaku video on Twitter that was quite entertaining. It was uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's last Manchester United game, and he was on, I forget Everton. what team he was on. Was it Everton? I don't know if it was Everton. Uh, shit. I almost want to look it up. But but anyway, it was like a 5-5 game, and he had a hat trick. But he, I, he was on like Newcastle. Oh, was it, was it, was it West Brown? Yes, West Brom. It was West yeah. Brom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because he got loaned out a bunch. Because you was guys went up Chelsea. like four nothing. They came yeah. back to tie it, and then looked like an insane game. Ten goals. It was the last That's game awesome. of the Premier League season. West yep. Brom might have been going down. I don't know. West Brom, which Albion. Yeah. Well, Sorry for the tangent. No, no, it's a great fine. tangent. So, Jim, um, how about the how about United's uh, window on the overall? Any intrigue? Well, obviously, you know, things have kind of with with Marcus getting hurt. Um, I think that, you know, the concern is, you know, is it a couple of weeks or is it three months? Um, and, you know, there's there's competitions that, you know, that you want to say that you're still in, like you still want to have a competition in the Europa League, um, maybe take a push to the FA Cup, but also really focusing on making sure you chase that top four. And, you know, I think losing Marcus and the goals that he scores, I don't even, even as promising as Greenwood is, I don't think that just him alone is enough. And, um, you know, as, as well as Marshall has played since he came back from injury, um, you know, he's also always one game away from getting injured. So I, you know, I don't think they need to go, you know, by the world, but I think they're in the same spot you guys are where you just want to buy somebody to kind of, fill that gap for the next couple months while in you guys case waiting for Harry, our case, you know, waiting for Marcus to come back. So I think that that's important now. Um, there's obviously the, the huge frustration with the Bruno Fernandez, uh, transfer saga. Um, mm. it sounds like the clubs are reportedly 30 million euros apart, which is crazy. Um, in, uh, it's funny because they keep, you know, notating that uh, like uh, Spurs walked away from like essentially like a 50 million pound or 50 million euro deal in the summertime. And mm-hmm. now they want 80 million. And I get it. He just he actually just signed a new contract two he months did. ago. He did. So they have a little more leveraging power, but it's I would be excited Sporting. to see him. I would be excited to see him. He scores lots of goals. He does lots of things well, but I can't imagine 80 million pounds or 80 million euros for, for him. I think that if they're able to get it at 65, I don't know. Or maybe they just remember that they have a bunch of fucking extra money and just spend it anyway. But that's kind of what we did for the last six years where we spent like 800 million pounds and we have fucking diddly to show for it. The more the best players I like to watch are all our young players. So I don't know. You know, I'm kind of, I'm to be fair... I was watching Liverpool, Manchester United, and Harry Maguire is really freaking good. He's a good player. He's he's he's, he's, player. he's solid. Like our defense is notably better. Like he, um, I think you're really picking hairs if you want to be like, is he eighty million dollar player? Well, I don't know. He's, exactly. he's not. He's not no. Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah. By any means. Um, but, but he's he, he does make our defense better. I I saw on Twitter someone who was like this old man saying that Chris Smalling was better than um, Harry Maguire, which is just fucking asinine. And I love Chris. Like he was a good steward for the club for a long time, but like he represents everything that was bad the last, you know, six years post Ferguson with our defense. So, um, 
Yeah, I would love. I mean, I would love to see you know one or two signings, but I think that at this point, I'm I don't want to do it at the expense of some of the young guys that have been getting runs. Um, so we'll see. You know, it's uh, an interesting rumor, but it's uh, AC Milan, Anthony Robinson, and Wigan is rumored to go there, which is kind of cool. A young American, like 23, going to yeah. Syria. But in your heart of hearts, Jim, who? Like, who do you want? Where do they fit in? If I could have any, like, if I could have any one player. Yeah. Within reason. Well, oh, right, let's right, go yeah, within yes, that yes, fits yeah, what you need. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm going to take Lionel Messi. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play uh, Yeah. <laughs> I win. No. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a good question. Like I would, um, it. I don't want to like, you know, ignore the game here. But like, I wish that they would find a way to um, re up Angel Gomes Gomez's contract. He's a youth player. It came through our system. Um, sounds like you know he's got six months left. Sounds like Barcelona wants him. And I just like it's just one of those players that just feels like he's going to go somewhere and be fantastic. You know, he's um, an attacking midfielder, which is you know what they're reportedly spending eighty million fucking euros on Bruno Fernandez for. Um, they're just not going to spend that. Excuse me, I want to keep our own. You know, like it's it's not the exact same. He's a different player, but like we sold Paul Pogba for five hundred thousand pounds to Juventus to buy him back four years later for 89 million. I know you're going to bring that up. Like, so it's like, it's crazy. Keep our own, like our, 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 for, for whatever we get, you know, accused of all the money we spend and stuff like that. Like our Academy puts out really good pro- prospects. You can look at almost every team in the premier league and you'll find somebody that came through United's Academy at some point, like their Academy does really well. So like, that's, those are the guys I want to focus on and keep and, and grow and, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm a broken record at this point, but say the point, you know, say the course, play the young kids, and go that way. And if you want to get Fernandez, that's fine. Um, but I don't think he's making a difference one way or another at this point of the season. Put your hope in the in the youth. Indeed, play the kids. What's uh? So when I was watching the game, when Juan Mata came on, I really liked him, and I never really paid attention to him. He, I know he's old, right? He's like Spanish. What's his background he, on that team? He, uh, he was actually a David Moyes signing. Um, so, uh, the history is, is that like, um, when Mourinho first came back to Chelsea in 2014 from Real Madrid, um, Mazza didn't fit into a Mourinho system. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Chelsea sold him in January to United and he's been just a fantastic club steward. He's just a, he's like, uh, he's your, he's your sonny, right? Like he's just a good dude. And people love him. And he's a good player. I mean, he, he made a huge difference when he came on. I thought, well, and he does. And he doesn't like. Uh, he's kind of a relic in the way that we want to play now. You know, fast attacking, blah blah blah. He can kind of slow down the game, but he yeah. is incredibly skilled and he's crafty. And um, yeah, he's still a good player. But um, I mean, you guys almost tied that game up. Yeah, you you, and then uh, they had to get that that Mo Salah, Salah goal. It was just like a gross Liverpool celebration of look how good we are. Like that goal was unnecessary and they just, it, 
There's it's they've reached peak orgasm right there. It's yeah, I'll say those fucking thirty years of of tantric meditation just building up for the fucking orgasm and <laughs> excellent them, analogy. We're really gonna fucking good. blow their goddamn load now. Um, enjoy enjoy your time. They're gonna blow still, their load all season long. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a weird spot, man. Because like I fundamentally. As a United supporter, I I don't like Liverpool. I don't like to see them win, but like as a as a human being who loves soccer, God damn it, they play beautiful soccer. Like they're very good, and I. Yeah, it's just it's just so gross though. They never have to struggle for anything. They had a goal within 15 minutes in that game. That's every game for them. They have their safety goal right away, and then they're just cruising. I but want them it, to lose. I just want them to lose. It's I don't it's care if they already won the title. Just something they'll lose. It's different for me than okay. like it's different I'll for see. me than like watching like like uh for say Golden the pa- the pa- the pa- no, like Golden State or the Patriots where it's like well, the Patriots like other than 2007 never played an attractive style of football. It was like we are going to wait for you to beat yourselves. Like we won't beat ourselves. We'll wait for you to beat yourselves. And it's just going to be gross. It's like Mourinho-style Chelsea park the bus. Like, literally, like, he doesn't really play that anymore. But, like, that those seasons where he just took the air out of the ball, you know, k- killed the momentum, parked the bus. Like, it's something to that game plan. I I, I don't care. Like I No, it, it, you do. <laughs> like, because, you know, the year that we finished in second place with Mourinho as our coach, um, that's, you know, kind of what he did. He's basically, like, you know, took the took the joy out of the game like it literally made it it really made it unwatchable I watched United that year it was gross it was it was it was, was un, it was unwatchable and I second like, though right I mean that's a lot of winning to enjoy I don't I it's I you can't enjoy it though like that's the that's kind of the point that's that's the this is where I draw my delineation between like <laughs> American sports and soccer because soccer for me is it, it isn't quite religion, but it is like there is there has to be certain aspects of the game that make me want to watch it. Like there is like things that are like so like minimalistic that you just enjoy like the hell out of because it's so beautiful. Yeah. And when you when you win at all costs, where it's you know where you take that those those beautiful little things, those moments of like genius and and beauty out of the game, it just I, you can't enjoy you can't even enjoy winning. Like I'd, I'd rather in like watching the interest team. I agree. And for a season long tournament, like each of the leagues, that's true. But I think in tournament style play, the tournament style makes it exciting in general. So if you get like, I, I think Mourinho style, that old style park, the bus lends itself well for, for any kind of competition style tournament, you know? I mean, yeah, he's won the champions league with, you know, two, Two different clubs, three different clubs. Two Porto, clubs. Real, and Inter. He, he never won it with Real. <clears throat> yeah, never just did. Inter and Porto, no. I think. Yeah. Did he win it with Chelsea? No. No, I think it he did it with Zlatan, right at Inter. No. 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 Diego Melito and Et- Samuel Eto'o, yeah. and Wesley Schneider. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, then no, I I agree with Jim though, and like that's what I was worried about with him coming to Spurs is. The description, the the club ethos is is to dare is to do, okay. So so the the methodology of the style of play is regardless of what happens, win lose draw, we're gonna play an attacking 
direct form of football, an adventurous one. So I, and so I, it's early still. I haven't felt that way yet, but I, uh, I watched a lot of United at that time. I don't know why. I think it's because they were, obviously they were on NBC like every time. So it was on national TV, but it was dry. It was like a old man trying to return soup in a deli. Oh, especially if they, especially if, so they if you know your early. Yeah. Especially if they scored early, it just you know ten guys behind the ball at all points, and like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's joyless. It really respect. is. Respect, 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 Jim. Respect. I don't know. One zero win. Don't be such a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let me uh, let me flex my douchebag muscles and remind you that I got to watch lots of winning, and I get to watch it in a very sexy form. So I'm uh, I have certain standards for my That's winning. True. <laughs> I want my winning a certain way. That's right. That's fair. All right. Uh, yeah. I just want a quick little side note here. Holland or the uh, hat trick. Borussia Dortmund. Oh, yeah. That's in twenty in twenty two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> two. He has three within like thirteen minutes, right? Or, or was it twenty? Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Is he, he legitimately good? It looked like a couple of really nice finishes. He's like, tall I think, and quick. Yeah. Well, he's so strong. Yeah. Finish. Yeah, I think that you know, honestly, like I think Dortmund was a great great spot for him um that team that set up and i think he's gonna do really well there and you know sancho's uh, out of there soon so he's gonna be top dog in the offense there absolutely absolutely um they needed a striker um and he fits the bill i think it's it's a great marriage i think he's gonna do very well there um hopefully it leads to him knocking off uh byron munich hope i hope he just in Champions League, just freaking goes off. <laughs> like first game, hat trick. Be like, oh, look. he's got a flair for the dramatic. It seems. Yes. He's. I, I heard a uh, stat today on a different to- soccer podcast that he scored in every single competition a hat trick this year on in every he's team. Six like, hat tricks in this season. Like, yeah. He's nineteen. One Champions League hat trick. Then he had one in the Austrian Premier League, one in their cup, and then this one in the Bundesliga. <laughs> All Very in one impressive. year. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, so then staying on Borussia Dortmund, uh, you got a shout out. Uh, we had an American get his debut. Gio. Gio. Son of Claudia. Claudio? Claudio? Claudio. Yep. What do you Claudio know about uh, Claudio? Do you remember him? I don't know. Claudio was just a good, a, a really good player in the Premier League for a number of years. Um, you know, uh, I, I saw your thing that you tweeted about uh, Holland and Reina's, uh, you know, Claudio playing with Holland's dad um, at Man City. You know, um, Claudio had a really good career overseas. Yeah, and a big uh, USMNT guy. Mm-hmm. And his son, I, I think he has an EU passport. I believe it's Port- Portuguese, which is why he could play in Bundesliga. Because Americans that do not have an EU passport can't go over to Europe until 18. Did you know that? Did not. No. I found that out on the – I should probably shout at the podcast at this point. Grant Wall, he's a Sports Illustrated guy. He's oh, yeah, very yeah. knowledgeable. Yep. 
He's got a he's a, he's a co-host on there that I really like, but I can't remember his name. Anyway, all soccer content all the time into the dome. That's what I try to do. Like a sponge. <laughs> like a brain dead sponge. Like a messed up sponge. There you go. Like a silly sponge. All right. So Any other silly. rumors that are that are tickling so your fancy around the league? Man, I don't know. Like how how fun is uh how fun is the second through twentieth uh Premier League this season? Um, lots of parody. No oh, wants man. to win. It's crazy. It's no crazy. Nor- it. Norwich had a huge win. They beat Burnmouth this weekend. They got no. crucial three points. Yeah. None of those bottom three teams that are in the relegation zone, you know, are really out of it. Like, nobody's, yeah. like, you know, where it's just, like, Huddersfield, you know, down there, just, like, wallowing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're all competitive. Like really yeah. It, Carroll Road is a tough place to play. If you go and play Norwich City there, they're tough, tough out. On the road, they stink. Yeah. Norwich. That's who we play tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, Norwich. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you know, we talked about uh, in our kind of our, our text conversations about some teams that possibly could go down. You know, including Aston Villa and, and, and Norwich. Um, and there's a couple of players on those teams that you guys would like. Would you guys be interested in poaching either one of those players, either Jack or Emmy Wendia? Do you think that either one of them could fit in the Tottenham? <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we do a lot of, we have done a lot of Emmy Buendia knob slobbing on this podcast in the the past, but you sent over some things that indicated maybe he's not as knob slobbing worthy as, as we've made him out to be. I thought the, the, the things I sent him were pretty flattering. Like the, uh, the chances created rate was like up there with like Kevin De Bruyne and um, a couple of the guys. He's if you need him to do everything except for score goals because he hasn't scored a goal this year. Um, mm. You know he's been one of the best players in the Premier League for uh, in that aspect. He's um, tiny. He's five seven. That worries me a little bit. Is that that tiny that though? Like I mean, in soccer terms, no. I mean, yeah. would you yeah, would Messi, you not? Yeah. They'll say would you not sign Messi because he's five four mm. or five three or whatever. Um, Isn't he five six? Is he that tiny? I think he's like five three, five four. Yeah. What? Yeah. And he's the wow, best player. In the I would world. look down upon Leo yeah. Messi. You would. <laughs> and I'm not one very of, tall. Like one of the best players to ever live. Is, yeah, five three four. Only like, in only up? in soccer. What's up, little guy? I mean, even fucking Diego Maradona was only like five 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 six. Like he was a little dude. He's a Sergio nine. Aguero is only like five seven five eight, and he's like one of mm-hmm. the most prolific goal scorers in the Premier League. It's it's crazy. You know, there's not a lot of fucking Harry Kane's walking around, you know, 6'2", 200 pounds. Harry straight Kane dude. himself is walking around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who's your dream? Who's your dream going relegated right now? And, uh, what teams do I want relegated? What, what players yeah. do I want from relegated? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Well, let's continue that. Because Grealish, everybody wants Grealish. I want great. him so bad. And then who's Mc- oh, that's Brad, Brad do you want him for your soccer team? Or yeah, like, some, I'm crazy. a little worried about some of the drool <laughs> out of your mouth right now. He's a, I love the hair. I do love the hair. Um, yeah. But no, I, I just man. like his attitude. He's the captain for Villa, I believe. Um, yeah. And he's, what, 21? I mean, he's stuck with them. I like loyalty. I can get I can get down with loyalty. Lions fan, right? Um, I don't know. It, 
They were coming up to your point, Jim. They were coming back up, but um, I just I like his his make his makeup, his character, and he also seems to be kind of clutch. So is is too good to go back down. If Aston Villa goes down, there's no way he's going. As much as he might love the club and you know love love the area, you know I think that no one there's no Aston Villa fan that would be upset if he was like, listen, I, I want to stay in the Premier League or go challenge somewhere else. I don't think anyone would blame him. So, what yeah. about Timu? Timu's got to be picked up, right? Like, do you think he would stay in Norwich? I think a Premier, a Premier League side would be stupid was, not to say, look at this guy. He scores lots of goals. He's a proven goal scorer. If, like, let's at least take a look at him. If you're talking about like, like maybe like Brighton or yeah. Like one of those type of club little Brighton. Imagine him as a has, backup striker on Tottenham. Throw him uh, off. <laughs> he would never be backup, but um, yeah, I'm just saying, like he, he could be, but he's older too. Like you know, a lot of times the players what? that don't go back down are really young, talented ones, like your Sessignon and and stuff like that. So sure, um, and he's a folk hero at Norwich, so I could see him staying. Yeah, I don't think he wants for much. The guy's been all over there, you know all over yeah. soccer playing. So, um, you know, I have a trivia question. Who was Aston Villa's leading scorer in the championship last year? Tammy Abram. Yes, sir. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a lot. He had a lot. I looked it up the other day. It's not cool. Cause you went to the Satan team of Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea is annoying and I hate them, but I like Tammy I, Abraham. I like Tammy. Yeah. I can't believe sure. I can't believe that they're like talking about Chelsea needing a striker. Like if I know. Okay, He's if you guys don't want to, if you guys don't want to play Tammy, I'm gonna go fucking sign him. Yeah, videos. like I don't know. that's absurd. Is he slowed or something? He had a great start. Yeah, uh, he, I think he's having some some youthful struggles, but I don't know. That's crazy, man. Yeah, Chelsea. I love to hate them, but I like a lot of their players, like obviously Pulisic and uh, Abraham, and I love Espilicueta, one of my favorite defenders. Mm-hmm. Good player. Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Yeah. All right, so Burnmouth, do they have any players that you could cannibalize? Cal- Callum Wilson, striker, um, or, or Joshua King. Joshua King, another Manchester United product. Um, Norway International, so... Uh, uh, you know, Ali might like this is Norwegian friends. Watford. Um, uh, Etienne Capu. Um, What's he Sar, De La, uh, Sar. De La Fe. Sar's a um, young guy. De La Fe, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a couple guys on there. I don't, I don't know. I, I would actually still be surprised if Watford goes down at this point. Um, yeah, I think, I think you're looking at, uh, I mean, fuck even Burnley won this week. Um, I mean, Brighton's in danger. I bet I'm Burnley to win, too. Damn it. One more win. Sheffield. Really, 15 through 20 right now are all very much in danger in the table. Brighton, West Ham, Watford, Aston Villa, AFC, Norwich. And then Burnley is like a step up. Southampton, I mean, they're all, I don't know, six points up to 13. It's so close. It's so close. Any of those teams could go down. It's fun. It is fun. Dude, that's uh, the blast. The, the yeah. best, the what best story, best storyline of the league since the the title is already gone. So, I think the the uh, domestic cups have also become more important because of Liverpool's dominance. I've said that on the pod before, but you did, yep. yeah. 
I agree. Whatever. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, I've Although, been way more into FA Cup this year. I, I watched a bunch. And last year, do you remember on the pod even, I was like, oh, FA Cup. Like, I didn't get it. Didn't get it yet. And then it's cool. You were. You were poo-pooing it. Yeah, I was. Bit. Big time. And now, now I love it. Little stadiums. Uh, mm-hmm. Storylines of, like, you know, League One teams beating Premier League teams. And it's all good. All good. I like FA Cup. There you go. Me too. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Um, all right. What were some other notes? We wanted to, did you want to look at when you said, you, I know you mentioned you guys played Norwich. Um, I know if you wanted to talk about that matchup expectations, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? We're at home. Let's go look it up. Believe so. Searching yeah. for. Yeah, at home, 2.30 Eastern time on Wednesday, which for me is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Telework me timbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll be watching them, hypothetically. Yeah. I'd like, I mean, you'd want, you need to win. This is the, this is the last place in the table. Like, what are we talking about? You need a level set here. This is the last place. You need to beat these motherfuckers at home. Truthfully. Yeah. Yes. We that can't is. score goals. We haven't scored a goal in three games. That's prob that's problem. It's a big problem. I was say who who's like who's running out at striker like on, on Wednesday? Sonny, right? Lucas? Laura, like nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Lucas. I don't think he's very good. He's uh, not that I good. Think, it's okay. I think that's harsh. It is a club legend. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know. He does. He creates chances when there's chaos, but he he lacks finesse, I'd say. Yes. He's like a turbo engine. It's like in uh, FIFA when you're just holding on that right trigger the whole time. That's <laughs> Lucas Mora. And then you give the ball away a little bit more frequently. And yeah. you're not quite as tight. Uh, but, boy, you're fast. And, and and the ball knocks off of people weirdly sometimes. Yeah. You got to hit those angles just right to make a beautiful move. But when you hit those angles just right, boy, he flies up the pitch. You might get a hat trick in Champions League. Yeah. He, he doesn't have hold-up play skills. Like, that's what we miss from Harry is dropping back and being able to play balls in. I know you don't think of Harry, and you've heard me fucking talk about this a thousand times. Oh, his passing so good, too. It's not just his scoring. It's, but really, it's not just his scoring. It's his passing. It's his ability to drop deep and play balls across the pitch. You know, someone was, really slinging, someone was slinging this theory on Reddit the other day that Harry Kane should move back into, like, Erickson's role, and he would be fantastic there. No, but he's, he's too many goals. He's, a, he's, a, yeah. he's a, yeah, one of the best in the world. So shut That's, up, Internet, and your stupid ideas. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> user123. That was Reddit. It, okay. If it wasn't for a little better. the existence of Robert Lewandowski, it would be hard to say that Harry Kane wasn't the best number nine in the world when healthy right now. Take it. He's one of the best penalty takers I've ever seen in my life. Like watching Troy Deeney uh, take that no, penalty it, against Tottenham. He's no Matt Letizia. That was a terrible t- penalty. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> to him. <laughs> that guy was amazing. That was one of the coolest mixtapes I've ever seen. What was his name again? 
Oh, uh, Matt Letizia. Yeah. He only scored scored world class goals too. It was just worldy after worldy after worldy. Worldies are the fun. They're fun. They're so much fun. <laughs> they are the fun. Whenever, as a neutral, when I see a worldie, I'm, I get amped. Absolutely. Oh, oh, Those are just fun, man. They're the best. There was a, there was a goal in uh, the Italian league, I think it was a couple days ago, uh, where I was just like, it was like, oh, you got to watch this. So I was like, yeah, okay. Anytime you're telling me, like, I got to watch this goal, like, I'm going to watch it. It was Sassuolo. I don't, I'm, I'm sure I'm slaughtering that pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the guy was, like, 35 yards out on the left-hand side, like, touched it through the defender's legs, like, nutmegged him, like, coming across, and then just lines one up and fucking buries it, like, upper 90 from, like, 35 out. Like, like there's nothing there's nothing like, like, a, like a good soccer goal like that where I'm just, like, I'll visibly, like, not visibly, I'll, like, you know, audibly out loud be like, oh, like, or, like, stand up, like, like, goodness. Like, I always get, like, when I'm watching him at work, like my like the people around me, are like you're right. I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, I uh, dropped something. Um, <laughs> I never <laughs> think I'm gonna act, react out loud, and I always do. So I'll just watch the game quietly. So, a goal like that happens, I'm always just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Worldies, worldies, worldies. Shout out worldies. Worldies. <laughs> uh, Champions League is coming back soon, and so is Europa League. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, actually, not that soon. It's a little far out. It's, it's like early it's February. Like Valentine's right? Day. So, uh, after after the international break, which is coming up here like at the end of the on month, on Valentine's Day. I think that's our game. No, that's a Friday. No way. It's Shut the nineteenth of February. RB Leipzig. It's great. Tyler Adams. We're probably going to see him. That's yeah. kind of awesome to be playing against an American. It it stinks it's cool. though. It's not with Harry Kane. Like, it takes oh, yeah. some luster out. It's that'll be fine. Sad. They'll find we'll see. Way. We have another. We have another couple weeks. I'm I'm hoping that Jose does figure figure some things out here for Champions League because it'd be fun to get through to the next round because Champions League, as you know, is the best. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> There's games tomorrow. Chelsea Arse. Oh really? Yeah. Me likey. It's one of them will lose. It's great. Indeed. Guaranteed. Somehow I'm still hoping Arsenal loses, even though like I need Chelsea to lose. <laughs> oh, Where are they at right now? Shut up, Babel. They're tied with Newcastle, like 29 points. <laughs> They're not that low, though. Look at again, Jimmy, you talked about like 2, two to 20 or whatever you were saying yeah. earlier. Like, well, it's such I, a spread. I say 29 points with disdain, and they're only five points behind us, and we're in fifth place. So, like, it's really not that much. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But 6-11-6 is their record. That just sounds terrible, and I like it. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of draws. Spurs are only two ahead of them. But. Spurs have been playing better, though. We've had a bunch of draws recently. I would say, in general, better. Oh, uh, no. I like that. Don't look at it. It's gross. Ugh. So gross. Get out of here. Hey, how, shout out Sheffield United, by the way. Like, earning a draw. I think it was at the Emirates. And, uh, yes, I needed one more goal to win $1,500. But they have asserted themselves, man. They're not going away. We're twenty. We're more than halfway through the season. Like, they're definitely staying up, obviously, at this point. 
What? Oh yeah. Any, any strong opinions on them? Like, it's impressive. I, I guess, like you know, um, you know, we talked about this last year, like um, when we first started the pod, like, and we brought up Wolverhampton. Like, I'd been following Wolverhampton since they started their project in the championship, and like, I knew they had money and a plan and backing, blah blah blah. Like, like I, I knew going into last year, I could have told you that they were going to be you know, top 10 squad and they're very much so even now this year. Um, and that's knowing what they had, like it, what, what is the sustainability rate for Sheffield with their current construct? Like, are they Burnley, you know, where they finish seventh and then get petered out? Like, I mean, for all of like the try hardness and everything that they do, like, do you think that Sheffield United is deep enough to do Europa league plus the premier league and be no. successful? No. Like, so, I mean, I don't know what sort of money they have to like reinvest in the off season. Like I, I am, I'm super happy for them. I think it's fun. I think it's super fun that they're doing so well, but I, I don't see them on the same playing level as like wolves when they came up and, and did this, you know, last year. Um, I don't see the sustainability that way. I think that's completely fair. It's fair. And a great assessment. Excellent. Yeah. There's a huge, uh, there's a huge relegation battle tomorrow to Aston Villa, Watford at Aston Villa. Mm. That's a great, that might, that might a be sexy matchup actually. That might be the end to watch. Yeah, two thirty. I don't think I'll I be like watching that. tomorrow. I think I probably have meetings all day. Everton, uh, Newcastle as well too. That's a that's a fun one at Everton. City, Sheffield too. There's, there's a lot of good games tomorrow. Wow. Hmm. Dang. Just taking a look at the old schedule. Yeah. Tasty. How about, how about City drawing with uh, Palace at home? Yes. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's a late draw too, right? Palace yeah, going in a, the... An, an own goal late. Wasn't it in uh, injury time? Uh, I thought it was like like the first or second minute of injury time. It's wild. They were part of my parlay as well. Anytime City goes down... It's a happy day. I like I I don't like City, but honestly, I will tell you that every time City plays Liverpool, I would be on City side. I've I've made this I've made this American comparison in the past that like to me, Man City is like Michigan State, and uh, as a as a as a Wolverine fan, a Michigan Wolf fan, uh, Michigan uh, Man City is Michigan State, and Liverpool is Ohio State to me. Yep, it's a really good comparison. Like that. Well done. Did you uh, did any of you catch any other games last weekend? Cause Wolves, Southampton. I think Southampton went up two zero, and then Wolves came back all in the second half, three two. It's a great game. And Southampton's on a good run of form, but Wolves, man. I mean, we they're hanging in there. They're in uh, Europa League last thirty two, mm-hmm. and then they have, they're they're competing for Champions League right now. They're they're definitely in the hunt. I think so, yeah. I think it's crazy how fresh they've stayed because, okay. you know, for all the talent they have, they're they're not incredibly deep, but they've played a shit ton of games and they still look fresh. So, um, I'm impressed with them. Good for yeah. Wolves. Yeah, they've got an American. What's his name again? Otum. Otawasi. Yeah, Otawasi. And then actually, another American made his debut for Aston Villa this weekend. So Indiana Vasilev. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, 
That's awesome. We have three Americans in the in the Premier League. We we had zero last year. Oh, no, no, we had Yedlin. We got four. No. Who else? We did. Ha- we did have one last Tim year. Tim Ream. Yeah. Mm. Motherfucking Tim Ream. Dude, I, let me segue Tim Ream real quick. I was playing FIFA. It's been a while the, since we bashed. Him. I, was, I, was, I was playing FIFA the other night, and I, I put like a fucking beautiful through ball onto Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford's foot. He was like a 93, 94 speed. And I got fucking ran down by Tim Ream, and I broke the controller <laughs> on the floor because there's no fucking way motherfucking Tim Ream is chasing me down with Marcus Rashford. FIFA bullshit. Hashtag FIFA bullshit. Shout out Xbox. Send a new controller to a friend. Update your, spe- your specs FIFA in FIFA. Bullshit. Hashtag FIFA, FIFA bullshit. I, I wanted to, like... I should have, like, I wanted to, like, instant replay it, take the clip, and send it to fucking Tim Ream on Twitter, and be like, no fucking way, motherfucker. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I wonder how he would You respond. should do it from the official Rooster Devil account. Yeah. Okay. I give you my blessing. The same. It'd be unbelievable. If it happens again. Sometimes I, I come across a, twel- a Taylor Twelman tweet that I really, you know, I want to see, but he has shunned us from Twitter. <laughs> So well, again, might be number two. I think that's our, that's the only account that's blocked us ever. Taylor Twelman. Yeah. Uh, we're not missing out on anything. Let's be fair. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a fucker. Shout out. He's to he's something. He's a fucking hack. He's probably fine. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably well, fine. Well, by the way, Stickley went again his second time uh, to uh, Craven Cottage. He went back. Nice. He was at the. The match this weekend. Stickley again? Well, Kyle Stickley, a buddy from uh, high school. Yep. He oh, travels gosh. a lot for work, like big city. We got to get him on the pod to talk about it. He'd be down. He loves FIFA. He's obsessed with like Edison Cavani and PSG. He's just, just the, I've, I've tried to get him to play like shittier with shittier teams, but he's like PSG. They're sick. Like, oh, Kyle. But he's he went to Fulham again, and they're in the championship. I was like, all right, fair enough. Fulham actually. So like I don't know if you've been game. paying attention to the uh, English football championship. They snuck into third, and they are knocking on the door of one of the the automatic promotion spots right now because Leeds is yeah. is bottling it again. Bottlers, bottlers, proper bottlers. Huh. I read oh, a tweet actually that the only two teams that have not had a win in English football championship yet are the one and two teams, West Brom and Leeds United. In the new year. Mm. Sorry. I got a very important I'm, part of it. Yeah, I was thing. like, that's incredible. <laughs> How the fuck are they doing so well? A lot of draws. I guess that adds up. I, I think I'm supposed to hate Leeds, like, historically, but I want them to be in the Premier League so bad. Me too. I hope they, I hope they get up. I have a Leeds United expert that we can get on the pod anytime you want. He's an Australian. It'd be pretty we epic. Should br- we should bring him on just for like, yeah. uh, like uh, for his knowledge first and foremost. But yeah. for his accent. He's been a Leeds fan for a long ass time. I play fantasy football with him. There's nothing more like authoritative sounding when it comes to soccer than like someone with like an accent. Like uh, sure. when when I like uh, when when the, those guys from Who Hit the Corner Flag had me on and their host is British. Like <laughs> I'm like this is fucking serious. Yeah, this is. You're, you're, you're way smarter than I am. I, don't, I can't speak with you. Automatically. Your, your goddamn British accent makes it I like... I don't speak English. Right. <laughs> speak American. 
speak American. I love it. Yeah. His name's Jed Morgan. He's, he's Shout a, out Jed. He's a fucking character. Let's throw another shrimp on the barbie. Oh. He actually slept in this room that I'm in right now. He came to America. We only knew each other through fantasy football, and he slept in this awesome. very room. Jed, Jed Morgan from very Australia. Cool. Did he have fun? Yeah, we had a great time. We actually went golfing. We we, we hit a Needwood shout out Needwood Golf Course in Montgomery County, Maryland. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of raining. It was like misting, so we walked. We got a we got a full eighteen in like three hours. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Legit, man. And he and he hit in the eighties as well. Not bad. Yep. So, Jed Morgan. Shout out, Jed. Coming on, baby. You got uh, You got any rants to end with? James, I already ranted about motherfucking Tim Ream and his super speed in FIFA. Um, I think that I've uh, I'm done with uh, with my rants. I will say though that like I have like it, it wasn't Xbox, but it was PS3, and I've had my PS3 since 2008, and I've bought in like a plethora of controllers over the years, and I like I'll wear them out to the point they don't work, and I'll keep wear them out. In quotes, yeah. in quotes. I'll, With them out against the fucking wall. Tim yeah. Ream ran me no. down and I smashed my No, controller. no, no, listen. That's what he said earlier. Listen, yeah, I did. But, like, the I didn't I didn't smash the controller I was playing with. I keep the dead ones in a drawer next to the TV. So when I'm really fucking pissed. <laughs> Does your wife I'll know grab, about the dead ones? Yeah, because she'll come downstairs. She's like, what the shit is all over the floor? Because, like, the basement's all, like, hard tile. And I'll, like... It's so very satisfying. So it is. It's so satisfying. Just like just to like take it as as hard as you can and spike it into the ground and watch the fucking controller shatter and there's pieces everywhere and then I'll keep playing and then she'll come down like two days later to do the laundry. She's like, "What the fuck happened to your controller?" I'm like, "It was a spare yeah, one, baby. It was already broken. I got mad. What'd she say?" Oh my god! Just looking at me, she's like, "It's a video game." I'm like, "You don't fucking know. You don't understand." (laughs) That's very similar to that. It's angering. Growing up skateboarding, I used to way too often just get so mad I couldn't land something and just break the fucking board. I would take one foot and just stop it, and it would the the wood would crack. (laughs) I've seen you come close to doing that. How 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 satisfying was it though? So satisfying because oh, I had yeah, yeah. I had I had uh, you know the lava was flowing up and I was I was at eruption and then the eruption was breaking a skateboard and it was fun absolutely <laughs> and then I regret fun. it I broke some new boards sometimes too I was angry 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 young man Jimmy I hope you're wearing like eyewear you know when you're doing that you throw, throw <laughs> oh no goggles, like I you like on the ground it shatters plastic shards flying there. through the air. Yeah, no, it it is like I'm talking about like rearing back like above my head and like and like almost jumping into it as I slam it like fucking Gronkowski slamming a like a spike on a touchdown, just <laughs> smashing it, just fucking smashing it, while also like screaming curse words as loud as I can. Damn you, Tim Ream. <laughs> I've had my and wife come team. down in like in the middle of the night while I'm playing like cause, like I play at night after the, after the kids and my wife go to bed 
and she's like come down from our room. They're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Play FIFA!" God, <laughs> just raging out. The Tim Ream thing is very frustrating, though. I can under- I, the, FIFA has that where like the defenders just so good positionally that they magically catch up to your 95 speed player, and they're a 60. Yeah, you gotta love that. You gotta love that. Michael well, Ranch. That turned into an epic rant. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing controllers. Uh, and then. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't have a rant, but now I do. My brother, one time we were playing N64, Super Smash Brothers, of course. Me and my brother. My brother was a nut about it. I was just Kirby, so I could beat him every once in a while. I would, like, suck him up and then take him off the cliff, cliff and throw him up with my mouth and then fly back up. I loved Kirby. Good trick. Good trick. Shout out Kirby. But uh, he broke a purple controller, and one time I was just, like, looking under the bed for um, basketball cards, and I came up to the shoebox and opened it and saw a broken controller. I was like, oh, this motherfucker broke the purple controller. And I told on him, told my mom. I was like, look, look what he did. Oh, (laughs) no. He broke it. (laughs) Punish him. Punish him now. (laughs) Punish him for this. (laughs) Did he get punishment? I don't remember the punishment. I'm sure he... My parents had mild punishments in general, I would say. So I'm sure he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can't play basketball for a day. Right. Something stupid like that. Duper rant. Well, all I have is... Um, I will just be very interested to see the end of the window for Spurs and... Obviously the Harry crisis and seeing if anything is done. And just... Uh, just be entertained to listen to Jose's press conferences and the dynamic between the chairman and between Levy and uh, Mourinho. I think it's very interesting because Jose is used to getting supplies, if you will. <laughs> and uh, so where is that that chasm, that 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 huge gap uh, where, you know, who's going to get pissy? Is it going to work over time? I'm just interested. So this is kind of the first window, first test of it. And. That's all. Yeah. Actually, I wanted you to speak on Vegas real quick because you ranted before we started recording about how much you hate Las Vegas. And then not hate. Hate is strong. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I get it. I understand it. I I get why people like it. It's just not my interest. Like I like trees and hiking and if I'm on vacation, I don't want to sit in a cigarette smoke infested, crazy person infested, uh, you want to fuck a midget tonight? Some guy comes up to me and hits me on the arm with, you know, we, we went from Top Golf back to our hotel on the strip and no less than 35 people came up to us, like encroaching on you. Like, Hey boys, strip club tonight. Uh, yeah, you want to see some titties and ass? Like just unbelievable words being said on the strip. And it's just, they just have the license yeah. to just approach you. And the dude with the midget thing, I was just like, I just don't like this place. This is weird. It's too weird. And I can be weird, you know, but like it's too weird. And the whole we talked about epitome of capitalism, like the average American's bank account is, again, twenty three hundred dollars. And that's considering everyone. And people are there just throwing money around. I'm like, this just it all just doesn't make sense to me. My my Dave Ramsey brain just explodes. And I'm like, I don't get it. Um very odd, very strange. Yeah, it was funny fun. that you say that. The only time I've ever been to Vegas, I just ended up 
I was there for one night, and the next day I just had extreme anxiety. Oh, I can. <laughs> and I that's all that. I had. Yeah, so, that's me with. I, to be fair, though, I haven't gone to a show, and like apparently the shows are really good, and I, I could see as like. If I was married and like had kids and like wanted to get away for a weekend and just have some fun and like go to a fun show and go to the casino and kind of it can distract you. I can see that. But like there weren't any trees. There was no green space. It's just concrete and this neon. Green space, very close to Vegas, though. If you ever go vacation there, you can drive an hour west and there's mountains. There's snow. But so. why would I base myself out of you know what I mean? Zion. Go to New Mexico. Go to New Mexico. No, you, you fly into Vegas, you go to Zion. It's like a two-hour drive. Okay. Maybe I'll do that next time, Michael. Maybe I'll abandon the strip if I go back. Maybe you will. Maybe I will. But it was fun. It was a good weekend.